Happy Friday, everyone, and welcome to HR Work Break. I'm your host, Maddie Collins, editor of HR Daily Advisor. HR Work Break takes a quick but close look at everything human resources. For any HR professional, it's a must listen. I hope you learned something new, take some advice to heart, or simply stay abreast today's trending topics. Now, it's time for a work break. Happy Friday and welcome to HR Work Break. We pick up where we left off last week in our conversation about gamification with KeepWool's CEO, Lauren Fitzpatrick-Shanks. Creating a space where you have room to learn and make mistakes and collaborate and grow from those moments really lends itself to psychological safety. So you'd mentioned psychology a little bit earlier and how you utilize it in developing gamified learning and development. In what other ways does gamification kind of create a really positive company culture? Yeah. So psychological safety, that's a really big buzzword right now, right? Yeah. <laughs> so many people say it and it's like, okay, what does that really mean? And when people say, oh, this is a safe space, as soon as someone says that, you're like, okay, now I'm on guard. You've said this, so now I'm a little nervous. Like, is it or isn't it? And so when we think of psychological safety, it's really defined as that unwritten contract between people with the understanding that you're not going to be punished or humiliated for speaking up with your ideas or your questions or your expressions. And like, you're not concerned about being judged for making mistakes, right? By creating this environment, like with gamification, you're able to create this environment for real learning. Because now you come in, you kind of have these boundary conditions because with games, every game comes with rules, right? And so you know all these different people are showing up and they're going to be playing by these specific rules. Otherwise, they're going to get called out for not playing by the rules. And so you come in on this equal level playing field to where you know what you're entering into. And with that, you create this space for real engagement and bonding because now you're on the same playing field. You're able to be rewarded for being genuine and really with Keep Wool, which Keep Wool stands for Keep Wondering Out Loud. Oh, I love that. Yeah, it's the curiosity behind it because we're all like as learners, you have to be curious to really learn, right? You're asking questions to absorb that information. And so as learners, we want to keep wondering, keep being curious, and we need to do that out loud for us to get the information and the answers to our questions to then apply what we need to know to move forward in our journey of upskilling and developing ourselves. And so with how we're set up as a platform, you're rewarded for being genuine, for being open, for asking questions. And having that element to you're receiving points and accolades and, you know, your flowers, so to say, like claps and just encouragement, that then lends to building that community and that surrounding of trust with your fellow teammates and the fellow people that you're playing with in that game. And then that allows you to then start having those traditionally more difficult conversations. They become comfortable because everyone's having them and everyone knows, oh, that's how I'm going to get rewarded. Like I get rewarded for taking it a step deeper and actually getting to the real meat of a discussion. And so now that creates a sustainable culture shift and it helps teams form better and faster, safer environments without having to use the words, this is a safe space or 
there's psychological safety here. So gamification really helps get below that surface and it promotes those genuine human socialization and social learning and the openness for honest communication that teams and their managers seem to be lacking right now. Yeah. And just one more thing, like with a game, you get to win or lose, right? And when you lose something, that's when you learn even most. It's strategy, right? It's like, oh, this is how I win next time, or this is where I can prove on the next time. So you can always try again and try again. And that's really where the psychological safety of gamification comes in, because it allows you to be your true and free self, take risks, and then iterate off of those to learn how to win the game in the future. And it's the same thing with like video games and board games. Like it all comes with some type of strategy. Exactly. And kind of speaking towards strategy in more of the uh, structured like budgeting sense, a lot of times learning and development is kind of the first sector of HR to face budget cuts. And we've clearly kind of outlined the social and cultural benefits of gamification, but how else can leaders justify the return on investment for that? Yes, that's a great question, right? Like often when budgets are getting cut because of the economics times we're in, we cut the things that are not like that profit and loss center. So anything that's a cost center, we are going to cut. But we often don't think about if we cut those things like our learning and development budget. Well, think about it. It's called learning and development. So you've cut development. You've cut that ability to have the growth in your productivity, the growth in your innovation, the growth in where your company can go because you've cut the development. And so in this era of that great resignation and reshuffle and reprioritization and recession, all the re's. <laughs> Learning is both a recruitment and a retention tool at this point, because often if we think about it, when we have layoffs and like we're having a recession time frame, they're typically shifting focuses. So you might be laying off, but you're still recruiting people and onboarding people because now you've shifted focus. So I had to lay off people to open up some type of money because we need resources in a specific space. And now we also need to reshuffle some people so that we can apply their knowledge to help us in this space that we're trying to accelerate and fix this problem that caused us to have to lay this portion of people off. But when you have those layoffs, people are now in this mindset of they're questioning and they don't know what to do. And your frame of mind changes. And that brings down the morale. It can bring down your productivity, like your expectations. You don't know what to expect. And so with this gamification and being able to come in and apply that space for people to have these out loud conversations to talk about, this is what's going on and have the discussion to get the understanding to learn how to now shift gears or approach something is very much important. And so gamification in learning, like learning and development specifically, is both a recruitment and retention tool for today's learners because they expect that to be a personalized situation. They expect for it to be a connected situation and you need it to be fun for it to be an engaging situation. And we need it measurable. That's the main thing. So we can talk about all the subjective and warm and gushy feelings of what's coming out of it. But when we talk to L&D leaders, 61% of them say that they only get limited measurement from their current technology. And so that's what really makes it easy for these leaders to say, we need to cut this because they're not supplied with the undebatable data and numbers to be able to show 
cutting this is going to hugely impact the rest of the workforce. And so that is something that people, we really were like, we want to focus on this. We want to make learning fun. We want to make it impactful. But we also want to showcase that this is measurable. So one of our main focus was that we wanted to provide something that allowed it not only to showcase the impact to the end user, because the end user, that's a big component. If they don't feel like this is impactful, they won't do it. Going back to the horse race scenario I was giving before. Right. So with Keep Wool, our gameplay enables the tracking of five key metrics. And those five metrics are engagement, team dynamics, innovation, cultural intelligence, and job satisfaction. And if we take a step back and think about what keeps an employee engaged and focused and committed to the organization that and team that they're working with, those are five areas. Like if the team dynamics are messed up, people are looking for new jobs. If they feel stifled in their creativity and innovation isn't being tapped into, they're looking for new jobs. If they don't feel like they're understood and they belong, so back to that cultural intelligence, they're looking for new jobs. If they're not satisfied in their position, if people aren't listening to what they need to succeed, or what they need to feel valued and appreciated, that job satisfaction, they're looking for new jobs. And so what we've been able to do is turn this data from gameplay into quantifiable, measurable insights and metrics that can be tracked over time regularly on a monthly, quarterly, or even all the way down to weekly and biweekly basis allowing leaders to see the quantifiable return on investment with also seeing, hey, this is the likelihood of this employee leave, like not this employee, but where, because we aggregate our data, but like in this department, we have this much percentage of employees looking like they might leave. But now you can take a click down and see, oh, and this is the reason why they're looking to leave. And how can we now look for strategies to improve that reasoning so that they won't leave? So really allowing you to be proactive in that. And currently in the L&D space, when you're doing this learning and development, you're not focused on those areas. Your metrics are completion of training, and it's not giving enough insight into, well, how's that impacting the bottom line? Well, what we know is if we're looking at this retention metrics and we know that on average it costs $98,000 to replace one employee, with Keep Wool, we've increased likelihood of retention by up to 30%. And so with that, for a company with 1,000 employees and the average like turnover rate there, we're saving organizations $4 million for every 1,000 employees they have with just being able to be proactive in correcting those reasonings why people might leave an organization. Being able to have metrics to direct your focus to improve in employee engagement and just like invest in your people. Like, I think that's something that all employees are well aware of. You have a good sense for when your company is genuinely investing in you and genuinely cares about your growth and development, especially. Exactly, exactly. And so allowing employees to see that and see, okay, we're making progress and I'm really seeing that this organization is not only talking the talk, but walking the walk. And I feel that. And then the leaders and those decision makers, people who own those budgets, 
being able to see that continuous increase and being able to put in the action plans, the initiatives and the strategies to help in just bettering things that are coming to light for, hey, this is a problem area. This might be where we're tracking to potentially lose some really great people and being proactive in that just goes such a long way. And it just showcases that we're really being holistic in our approach to not only making sure that we are providing a great product to our customers, but that we're also pouring into our employees that are developing and creating that great product for our customers. Yeah, definitely. And I have one final question for you, unless there's anything you'd like to add. Oh, yeah, shoot. Yeah. So I ask this for all of my guests. Since this podcast airs on a Friday, what are you looking forward to this weekend? Oh, yes. So I am excited to spend some family time. I I work a lot (laughs) as a CEO and and a founder. So I always, for my weekends, I look forward to family time. I have two young kids, a six-year-old and a three-year-old. And so my son just turned three. We have his birthday party coming up. And so excited to go to a trampoline park and get some cardio and some fun (laughs) playtime. Oh, that's going to be so much fun. I went to a trampoline park two years, a year ago, I think, with my sister. And even though we're full grown, it was such a blast. I can't even imagine how exciting that is for a three-year-old. Oh, yes. I love them. And we go to trampoline parks so often because we do have those young kids. So lots of birthday parties are there. But I actually was a gymnast and competitive cheerleader as a kid and in high school. And so I'm obsessed with trampoline parks as an adult, too. And I was going to them before I had kids as well. So you're not alone. (laughs) The difference, though, is that you could probably do a flip really easily. I cannot. It's great cardio, though. It's so much fun. And it's once again, it makes me think back to the gamification thing. Like, I don't know I'm working out when I'm working out because I'm having fun. So like, you don't know you're learning because you're having fun, right? (laughs) Oh, God, that's so true. And Lauren, thank you so much for joining me today. It's really been a pleasure to get to speak with you about gamification and learning and development. Yeah, thanks, Maddie. This has been such a great time. I appreciate you having me on. And I look forward to continuing this conversation around gamification in the HR space. Me too. I definitely think it's a growing topic and I can't wait to see where it goes. Again, I'm Maddie Collins and thank you for listening. Join us next Friday or whenever you need a work break.